1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision
0: And today we're catching up with my good friend Annette Spur We used to work together at a Christian radio station many years ago And she's part of Blue Box Media She's an author, speaker, great woman of God Welcome along Annette, how are you doing?
1: I'm really great, thanks
0: so much for having me now, it is so cool to be able to see that you've got this new book out called Seeing God. We're going to talk a bit about that and mm. the the simple joy of seeing God. We're going to talk about that. But uh, let's find out a bit of your story first. Whereabouts mm. were you born and raised?
1: So I actually was born in uh, the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. My parents were missionaries over there mm-hmm. for a number of years. And so I was born there and started my schooling there. Yep. And then we moved um, over to Australia and, and uh, to Gatton. Yep. So-
0: <laughs> Gatton in Queensland. There yeah, you go. Yeah, that's right. Okay.
1: My, my dad was a pastor of a little church there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, United Arab Emirates, you don't hear much about... Christianity over there, mm. what was it like? Was it like an underground church or how, how did you guys be missionaries there? You know? Yeah, well, look,
1: um, got to be creative. Yes, and yeah, so yeah. the mission that my parents were with actually um, ran a maternity hospital. Wow. And so um, in in those days the, the sheikhs would, would drop their wives off in preparation for the birth and then come back 10 days later and pick them up. So they had these these ladies there in, in, in the hospital who were, um, you know, seeking company and, yeah. and also keen to learn English as well. So the nurses and doctors were all Christian missionaries and they would just um, bless them, minister to them, yep. read the Bible with them. So we actually started you know, kind of a home church with with the mums who came in to give birth and then they would, you know, minister to their husbands as well. So that was a really creative way of doing mission.
0: Wow, that is so cool. Mm -hmm. Shaking it up with the shakes.
1: Yeah. That's right. And
0: and sharing uh, the love of Jesus. That's awesome. Mm. All right. So tell us a bit about Gatton. How long were you there for?
1: We were there for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, my dad got a a, a pastorship of a a church in Sydney, in the Mm -hmm. western suburbs of Sydney. So then I did most of my uh, primary schooling and then all of my high schooling in the the western suburbs of Sydney.
0: Okay. And tell us about your faith journey. Were you always a believer or was there a time you fell away? How Mm. how did that go?
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, faith was the original inconvenient truth. And um, it, it was, you know, just got in the way of me living the life that I wanted. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I always thought, you know, that's fine for my parents. That's their thing. Um, but it just doesn't suit me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, probably when I was 19, one of my very dearest friends committed suicide. It still was very emotional for me because mm. I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah. Um, and, and she was somebody that I really looked up and, uh, to and admired. Wow. And the fact that, that, you know, if she can't make it, then, you know, what hope do I have? Mm. And um, and I also became instantly aware that she still existed, her soul still existed, and it, it just opened up the reality of eternity to me. I knew my friend, um, her spirit, her soul was still alive. Wow. And the idea that um, she would spend eternity possibly mm-hmm. um, in, in a place um, – that wasn't heaven. Mm. was devastating.
0: Mm, my goodness, mm. it is often a wake-up call for yeah. people when when uh, when people pass away, and mm. uh, it makes us think about you know you, you have this existential crisis. What, what yeah. are, where, where am I going? What am I doing? You know what, what's the purpose? That's right. So tell us a bit about your faith journey after that.
1: Yeah. So I actually um, my mum, uh, bless her, she would send me. So I, I, I had you know, was struggling with anxiety and and depression and, and my mum sent me the, these cassettes. This is back in the old oh, yeah. days where we listened to cassettes of David Pawson. Oh, and he yeah. just has this lovely relaxing voice. Yeah. So I'd I'd put on his cassettes at night yep. and I'd, I'd listen to a sermon on John and these his lovely relaxing tones. But <laughs> Remember the days of cassettes, you'd be lying there falling asleep and it gets to the end of the cassette. It's like, boom. The cassette is like, oh, my goodness. And then you need to listen to another cassette to calm down. So I listened to countless cassettes. Wow. And mum also gave me um, a book by Isabel Kuhn about her life as a missionary in China and Mm -hmm. how she um, came to faith, uh, her her faith journey, which I really resonated with. Wow. Um, And I remember lying in bed at night and I'd be wrestling with God like, You know, I, I don't want to give up control of my life, you know, and it feels like, you know, giving that to you is giving up control of my life. And then one night as I was wrestling with God, I was like, you know what, me being in control of my life isn't really working out. Mm. So <laughs> maybe I will hand that over to you. And so I actually made that conscious. You know what, God, I'm just handing my life to you. It's yeah. yours. And I instantly felt like, wow, I have not lost Anything mm-hmm. I have actually gained, I felt that instantly. I have gained just this weightlessness mm. of knowing that someone far more intelligent than me is now, you know, in charge of my life because mm. I've made a jolly good mess of it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now you've written this book, yeah. Seeing God, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's, I love the blue cover, it's beautiful. Yeah. The Simple Joy of Seeing God. Tell yeah. us all about it.
1: Yeah, so it, it's actually come out of one of the ministries that. Uh, we've worked with is Australia's National Day of Thanks. And so for over 10 years, um, I was working on the PR campaign with them and just educating people about gratitude and God's heart for gratitude. And so over that time, I uh, wrote a lot of articles about it. Um, And it was an incredible journey of discovery for me because um, I didn't realise the spiritual significance of gratitude. Uh, And so this book is really the culmination of over 10 years of research. Um, It took seven years to write, but I've, I've written it in a way that really anyone from 12 and up can enjoy it, and, and it's just full of lots of stories, different people sharing their stories of, of um, how gratitude has impacted their life and how it really, um, true gratitude is about seeing God and yeah. feeling seen by God.
0: Yeah. Well, in this day and age, there's so much anxiety, depression, mm. worry, fear, you know, and I always love that Bible verse, Enter his gates with thanksgiving mm. in your hearts. Enter his courts with praise. Yes. You want to get closer to God, be grateful, be thankful. Look on the bright side. Absolutely,
1: you know? yeah. yeah. And that that's actually in one of the chapters of my book. I actually um, talk about an encounter that I had with Jesus when mm. I was at a prayer night at church. And I was, as I was praying, I was just filled with this incredible gratitude towards God. Um, and in that moment, I actually had a vision of, of Jesus standing before me in this beautiful um, rainbow colours just emanating from him and there was just this thin veil between us and i remember thinking oh jesus could i could i enter in could i enter into that space please mm. and and the veil lifted and and so there was nothing I- in between us and i remember thinking oh what's the appropriate response when when you you've you're sensing the physical pre- presence of jesus should i be prostrate should i be on my knees mm. like mm. what should i be doing and i and i just felt him saying um your gratitude is the appropriate response when mm. you're in my presence and I, I see your gratitude. And it wasn't until a couple of weeks later someone actually read Psalm 100 verse 4 and I love in the message version it says, enter with the password, thank you.
0: Oh, Make yourself
1: it. at home thanking him and praising him. And I think that just uh, builds another depth into that verse because it's you're not just thankful to be in his presence, you're in his presence because you are thankful. I mean, he is around us all the time, but he's inviting us to engage with him, yep. and our gratitude is the key that unlocks that mm. that deeper spiritual connection with with Christ.
0: Yeah, that's so good, and you know, and one of my uh, favorite things I've been preaching on recently is, you know, the importance of a daily devotion, mm. getting in the secret place and seeking the Lord early in the day, yep. and making sure that you start the day right with God. I'm curious for you. What do you do? I know you've got kids and you're you're a busy mum. Yeah. What what, what's your devotional life look like? How do you do it? Yeah.
1: Look, I yeah definitely. Especially when the kids were younger, it was really tricky. And I actually found um way way back then before we had all the apps, I had the Bible on CD, and I would have that on in the car, and just this and that brought it to life in a Mm. new way. I mean, the Bible uh, until you know. Recently in history it was always told it was always spoken that's and right, I think yeah. that's the way it's meant to be consumed mm. and it actually really brings it to life. So that helped me. and I actually love um, in the mornings I love going on my morning walk and I have a certain point on the walk where I'm amongst nature and I can and it's at that time where the birds are their loudest and they're chirping It's just this beautiful cacophony going on around mm. me and and that's where I feel that's yeah. that's kind of my my temple with with Jesus where I feel closest to him. and I know if I'm going through a really difficult um, anxious season, and I can't hear the birds. I—that's my cue that the thoughts in my head are too loud, mm. and it's actually time to quiet myself. If I can't hear the birds, mm. then I'm not—I'm uh, not in a place to hear from God. Mm. So that, that's a really good way to start the day. It's good, it's good. Um, and then um, I actually started a gratitude journal, which was a transformational for me as well mm-hmm. because I'd been going through um, postnatal depression, which was unexpected for me because you know the baby was so wanted and anticipated and loved, and you know you. It, you you can't predict mm, <laughs> what's mm. going to happen, and I, you know a huge part of that for for women in this generation is that loss of identity. From yeah. you know you have a business card that tells everyone who you are, and it's mm. so it's that that dinner party conversation. So what do you do? And mm. uh, and you lo- losing that is is real identity crisis for a lot of mums. And so I was struggling with that, and um and so I, someone suggested I start a gratitude journal. And I remember sitting on my bed and struggling to think of things to be thankful for. And um, someone made the quote, um, imagine if you woke up today only with the things that you thanked God for yesterday. Wow. That was a huge perspective check for me. Mm, Here I was mm. sitting on a comfortable bed in a secure house, having just had a nice warm shower. I just had to turn a knob and hot water came out mm, of a tap. Mm. Like, it, you know, let's, let's focus on those, those simple joys that um, we take for granted every day. And, and we've stopped seeing because um, we, we live in, in this age of entitlement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so that that really transformed me. And so writing those things each day, it actually changes the way that you see the world because mm. I found myself pursuing things to be thankful for and look actively looking for them. Yeah. So, you know, something would happen like I'd be on a bus and someone would stand up for me and I was like – that's going in my gratitude journal,
0: you know. <laughs> good, good. Little, yeah, yeah. So it
1: actually makes you mindful mm. all day every day of the things that you have to be thankful for. And the other thing was keeping a prayer journal yeah. because there were lots of things that were weighing heavy. And so I was able to write out those prayers. And then um, over the, the months, I then went back and read through those prayers and I could tick off one by one as mm. God had answered each one. And that in itself is, um, you know, a, an incredible journey into gratitude. Mm.
0: Fantastic. Well, it's so good to hear. And, you know i think a lot of uh, people these days have lost the art of writing as well mm. you know you look at uh, david wrote the psalms mm. paul wrote the epistles you know peter wrote epistles you know the, a lot of people have been changed By writing, Mm. and and a lot of Christians these days don't even write. You know, we need to write. So I love that you've had a gratitude journal, a prayer Mm. journal, you're writing stuff down. There's power, you know, Habakkuk 2:2, get the vision, write it plain on tablets. So those that read it might run with it. So I'm putting to write down what God's saying to us. Mm. Now, before we wrap up, too, uh, you know, I always like to ask our guests to share the good news of the gospel. Mm -hmm. You know, you shared about how. You know, as a young girl, you made that commitment to Christ. As a young adult, you made that commitment to Christ. There might be people listening that have never heard the gospel. Yeah. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do they respond?
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) I actually, on on Sunday at kids' church, um, we're explaining um, Jesus to people and how that, to to the kids and how that worked and I actually used the analogy of Superman because um, the original Superman actually stole this idea from from the gospel because um, originally Superman was impenetrable, he was undefeatable he was, um, you know there was nothing you could do to destroy Superman and the franchise was suffering because it was really hard to relate to a perfect being um, and you knew the outcome of every story because, of course, Superman was gonna going to win. So what did they do? They invented kryptonite. kryptonite yeah. They gave him a weakness mm. because vulnerability creates relationship and relatability. And so suddenly the franchise grew back again because wow. he was no longer this, you know, all-powerful being. Yeah. And I think that's what God did for us. He is this all-powerful, impenetrable fortress. He will fight and win any battle, mm. um, and that makes it hard for us as humans to relate to him. So um, he actually gave us Jesus to be that um, all-powerful all, all God but all-human at the same time, and he experienced every vulnerability. You know, if he kicked his toe, it would hurt. Mm. Mm. <laughs> when he died on the cross, it hurt. Mm. He ex- truly experienced every human um you know weakness that we that we have in the physical realm um and and that makes him so relatable for yeah. us whatever you're going through whatever he experienced rejection from his best friends mm. he was betrayed he suffered he uh, he went he was hungry for 40 days and yeah. he still didn't sin like he he is just he makes God accessible to us. That's good. That's Christ. Mm. And and by him dying on the cross, um, I said to the kids on Sunday, that was the biggest uh, plot twist in history. Mm. No one saw that coming. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. And you can just imagine the devil, you know, for three days, he's having the biggest party and then all of a sudden just like, Hey,
0: <laughs> I'm back. Come
1: on, like that is
0: good news. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. And if you'd like to receive a Bible and some information about following Jesus, contact us here at the station, admin at vision.org.au. We'd love to hear from you. That's admin at And if people do want to find out about your book, Annette, mm-hmm. the website is seeinggod.com.au. That's the best place to go?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can order it online there and, and find out more about the journey to writing it.
0: And you've got uh, a digital version as well, an ebook available? It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: coming out, and an audio book as well.
0: Audio as well. Fantastic. Mm. You're all over it. Mm. And uh, people can search up uh, seeinggod.com.au, mm. and it's AJ Spur. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds very My pen pro- pro- name. Yeah. Sounds very <laughs> professional, yeah. <laughs> and that Spur, it's been wonderful to catch up with you. I, I feel a bit like a proud big brother, you know, because we used to yeah. work together. Yeah. We're, we're kind of like a proud dad, but I'm not that old, but, you know. <laughs> proud big brother that's Um, right
1: you're only a couple of years older than me but (laughs) you were MC at our wedding so you kind of yeah Yeah,
0: I've been there I've been there all along you've
1: been there
0: (laughs) no just so uh, glad to see how the Lord's uh, blessing you and Phil and Blue Box and Mm. you know your ministry in this new book it's just wonderful thanks for joining us
1: thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media
0: to find out more about us go to vision.org.au